Welcome to the Gold Circle, Australia's number one netball podcast. I'm your host, Nick Bleeker, and with me, as always, is Luke Top. Hey, are we still number one? Oh, we're number one. We've always been number one, and we will continue to be. We've been away for the last seven months. We apologise. Um, we've been pretty really lazy. Been <laughs> uh, we've been really lazy, but it's good to be back. We're coming down off the high and the low of the Commonwealth Games. Ba, 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 um, and then uh, the Suncorp Super Netball starts next week. So what we're going to do is uh, sort of ease our way back into it. We're going to have a discussion of the uh, the bronze and the uh, gold and silver game. And then after that, we're just going to do a quick little run over of what we're feeling for the upcoming season of the uh, Super Netball, um, which... Is a, there's a couple of new additions which are shaking shaking up things. Which shaking it up. It's it's exciting. It's, it it's really exciting. exciting. Um, but we should probably get down to business first with the Commonwealth Games. Ended this weekend with the Roses um, defeating the Diamonds by one Yay. point. And Jamaica winning the bronze for the first time ever. Oh, that was great. Oh, that was um, unbelievable. But I think... Suck on that, Maria. Um, I said it. <laughs> Just get controversial, um, <laughs> but also the ferns as well. Oof, jeez, they're in, they're in a no man's land moment. Phase. I think they need to accept. Okay, do you want to? Yeah, let's really, do, really let's briefly. Start there, let's break it off really briefly. Southby needs to go. <laughs> Southby needs to go. Mez needs to go. Um, Maria the coaching needs to go. was terrible the whole series. I think that was pretty evident in most of the news articles. Yeah, um, and most of the play. <laughs> yeah. um, so I don't think she's really going to survive. I think. Um, Nepal New Zealand needs to accept the fact that they're rebuilding. Yes. I I actually, um, I think I tagged you in this, but I really think they, sh- I don't understand why they don't have two seasons. Like you think about it, yeah. half of the Australian players could play in New Zealand, make money for half the year off the New Zealand um, series yeah. and they could get all their best New Zealand players in. They sort of have that feed-in league beneath their current league. Um which they can shuffle players into. It exposes their sort of prime crop to, you know, the Australian way of playing and it's going to improve their play um, and then allow New Zealand players in turn to go to the Australian league and get even better. I don't understand. I mean, that's exactly what England did. Yeah, and look at England. Yeah. They just won the goal. Exactly. I think... Well, I went to watch... um, I went to watch the semis, so I saw uh, Australia and New Zealand play, and the diamond. I uh, saw so the diamonds, the roses, and uh, Jamaica play. And when I, when we were watching the ferns, we were sitting in the ferns section, and I don't think I've ever heard a crowd actively cheer against players coming on. So when Mez was subbed on, uh, sorry, I not cheer booed. Um, when Mez was subbed on. Um, they were not happy. They were like, no, 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 don't sub on, don't sub on. And oh. then when Tutayer, sorry, Afalau got the ball, they would just, they would either boo her or they'd just, again, be screaming, no, no, no. Because they wanted to see Selby Rickett, they wanted to see Ekinazio. Yeah. And Southby just sort of didn't do that. Look, but- as like controversy aside, uh, Falau, I think, she was playing hero ball in the end, but yeah. I don't think she was actually given any other choice. There's not much she can do. Like, there's no option in shooter. Selby Rickett, I don't think, has played well. But also, that's because she hasn't been coached well. She hasn't been given the opportunity to play well. Um, 
she search, certainly hasn't been nurtured. None of these players have been nurtured. Um, and I think someone said that it's almost like they've freeze-framed since like 2016, 2015 and they haven't really evolved. And that's exactly what's happened. I, I, didn't, I don't think it helped them winning the Con Cup. When they won the Constellation Cup, I don't think that helps because it's the same squad and that squad just seemed to click at the right time. And I yep. think also Australia had issues, which we'll get to shortly but um, that was probably the worst thing to happen because it sort of allowed Netball New Zealand going oh we just won the Constellation Cup like this team's pretty good why would you not why would you not and the coach is good yeah Yeah. and and I understand that where you look at it and go you know what we won a like we won a tournament so does that not mean the team's good yes but also you've got to look at the other factors about why they won exactly and um, the fact that they had such a poor Commonwealth Games, um, I think, indicates it's going to be a, a shuffle. But also, like, when you look at um, Jamaica and you look at England and how terrific they look, Jamaica looked unbelievable. Their, sh- their, def- uh, their keeper, um, I'm blanking on her name. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um, she's young. She's 22. She's 22. And she is bonkers. Like, she is unbelievable. I don't understand. Like, if I'm a scout... I think her biggest problem was probably she was a bit too aggressive, especially against Need a bit Australia. more discipline. I think yeah. um, I think lack of discipline cost Jamaica the gold medal game um, because they played the Roses down to the wire. And I don't think I've been in such an electric atmosphere watching that ball. Oh, other than Other than when uh, the Firebirds beat the Swifts in double overtime. Yeah. But in saying that, it's... I think it's proof positive that given the, the Roses took the Diamonds to the cleaners, that the Super Netball League seems to have um, done an excellent job of, like you said, nurturing players um, and developing that talent. And also within a system in a fast-paced environment, Australia plays really physical and really fast-paced netball. I think um, watching Hart and watching Houseby have just an incredible amount of confidence and also mentor as well who basically I personally yeah. think was a cornerstone in the Roses win yeah but I think she sort of is with every team she plays oh, absolutely. in isn't yeah. she she, like, she was uh, incredible for the consistent. sunny coast last year yeah um, but that leads me to think of a couple of things with the Diamonds loss which I was shattered but also I was sort of glad that the Roses won because I went you know what it's nice seeing a team that's not New Zealand or Australia get get the W. And I yeah. think England played pretty much bang on netball for most like for most of the game. And I think they just happened to everything just sort of fell their way. And yeah. also there were a couple really, really bad turnovers on the part of Australia. And also I think um Lisa Alexander's subs were a bit Odd because Dwight yeah. and Woods came on and the game completely shifted in the diamonds direction, and then she took Thwaites off and put Bassett on, and I was like, I don't know if that's a good idea. She's getting defended by Jeeva Mentor, who trains with her and is on her team and has done it for, like for almost a year now. That she knows everything about your attacker, whereas I don't think Mentor was able to lock Thwaites down as much because Thwaites is obviously really good at guarding that post and also sort of getting that mid-range, whereas Bassett struggles, I think, a little bit. Um, and she was really setting herself up, but Mentor was just bodying, like getting that center, like that front position so well yeah. that I was looking at it and I went, you're basically playing like a sh- 
it's a shadow. You're like looking at a shadow because she's going to know exactly what Bassett's going to do, and that's what happened. I think I, I can't. I don't. I don't have the stats in front of me. I can't even remember. What, don't even know where I could get them from. But yeah, can I just say shout out to Channel Seven? Really bad with the stats. Couldn't get it. Yeah, rubbish. Yeah. Um, but I imagine um, mentors' stats. Not they probably might not have been as flashy, but the eye test says to me that if I have mentor on Bassett and Bassett struggling, you take Bassett off. Because it's pretty clear that Mentor knows how she operates. She, again, defends her in training and has done so in a system that's coached by someone like by, by one of the world's best coaches. I just, I sat there and I thought, you have so much momentum. And Steph Woods basically ba- almost bailed Australia out with an unbelievable run. I don't even, I, I think they, would, they were just like, yo, she's got the hot hand. Pass it to her. Yeah, look, I... I think it was really interesting. Um, I know you and I discussed it a lot about how they really transitioned. They had just rolling subs yeah. most of the competition, um, which I think is great. But I really think for the final game, um, I mean, they blew out Jamaica by however meant 23, 24, something like yeah. that. Um, I really think for the final, they should have stuck to a lineup. and said, okay, you know, if Bassett struggles against Mentor, we sub her off. That's that's it. You're done. There's no like yeah, reinjecting into the game. Um, I, yeah, I just I, I feel like it should be a little bit more solid. I understand what she's trying to do, um, and you know they performed. It's it's kind of hard because they performed really well the whole tournament. We were talking about this before the podcast about the fact that I sort of looked at it and thought, like, isn't this crazy? You have four years of doing all this hard work, and it comes down to 19 seconds and a center pass. Yeah. Um, it really shouldn't be coming down to 19 seconds and a center pass. I mean, it's ridiculous. There's no possible way that the umpires are ever going to call any sort of turnover at all um, because there's 19 seconds left. Um, and it's just going to be really difficult to turn that ball over. So I don't understand why it's not win by two with that many seconds left, like going to overtime. I, I do like the idea of it being a series. I feel like yeah. in terms of... I guess just narrative as well is it's far more fun. I do like obviously having single game elimination. I find that to be mm. entertaining because it's like it, like that game you play, that's it. You're, everything's on the line. Yeah. Whereas I look at like the NBA, for example, and there's a seven game seven game series, which I is think maybe great, seven is too, but long. seven is way <laughs> too much. But I think three the for three, netball yeah. is I think perfect because yeah. you have you don't even have to do like during the week. Can you can do like a Friday game? Sunday game and then, you know, wait until... There was whatever. an idea that Shani Layton came forward with that said they should actually split it up into groups. So you have the top four teams in one pool, um, the rest of the teams in other pools, um, and basically um, one to four play all of each other in a round robin and then they're the ones vying for gold, silver and bronze. Hmm. Now, obviously... You have sort of issues in the fact that um, that would mean some countries that were in this Commonwealth Games wouldn't necessarily have access to as many sort of international tournaments as some of the top guys. So you look at somewhere like Malawi, who doesn't really have access to go to a quad series or a Constellation Cup. Um, So there's no real chance for them to crack into one to four. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's, that's another way of looking at it. I do like the idea. I'm curious. I, I'd be curious to see if the, the the Super Netball grows more this year, which I assume it will. Yeah. Um, I I wonder if they start looking into that for final series and stuff. You know, I think 
Um, I do like the idea of most tournaments, if there's obviously a large pool of teams, having a series of some sort probably makes it more interesting. I mean, obviously, you sort of have... Um, is, it the, the, is it the Quad Series or Constellation Cup? Like, that has... Um, what the hell? Oh, my Siri just went off. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> um, but, like, you look at um, the Constellation Cup, and I think it's basically... How many games are in the Constellation Cup? Isn't it four? Four? But isn't it just Australia and New Zealand? So that's essentially yeah, a series. Yeah, series in is South Africa and oh, um, it is. England. No, the, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so I, I think, think so. Like, yeah. God, I can't even remember this stuff. Um, yeah. I would actually really like to see um, if they're going to go that route. I think they really need to um, sort of open up some of these like sort of quad series and Constellation Cups and include Malawi. Agreed. Like, how cool would that be? Like, just mix it up. And Jamaica. Yeah, and, you know, get... Like, I remember with the World Cup, there was, like, Malaysia and Singapore. Get some of these countries to actually play consistently internationally. Um, yeah. I know Against one another, pain, not necessarily against Australia, but yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think when I look at the Com games, I am excited by the prospect of having more international teams. I don't want to sound like an asshole, but, like, having more international teams actually play to our level. Yeah. Um, I know that the Roses have struggled in the past, but their team it clicked the entire tournament. They looked great, except yeah. I honestly think when I... when I Watching the, the Jamaica-England um, game, that was, for me, I honestly thought that Jamaicans deserved to go to the goal because England just committed way too many errors. But the yeah. problem is, is that Jamaica also committed way too many errors, but just because they're not disciplined enough. And yeah. that... The fact that they don't go to the gold medal game, as disappointing as it was, it's a learning experience, and that's what makes them even scarier. Yeah, I mean, I think um, for Australia as well, this whole period, because I feel like, I feel like they took their foot off the gas. Yeah. In the final game, which kind of you know, it sounds pompous of me saying that. Look, I think England have done really well. I think their whole program that they've done, they were probably aiming for the 2019 World Cup. Yeah. Um. But they've sort of hit gold early. Um, and, you know, they put as many players as they could into the Super League. And they've obviously, you know, Helen Housby's come a long way. There's a lot of players that have grown and done really well. Um, and, you know, they put a lot of effort into that and sort of, you know, putting the funds into netball, which they probably didn't put into before. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think for Australia, what they need to learn from this is... Um, yeah, there's lots lots to learn, really. I think um, the rolling subs, yes, I get it, but maybe probably a final seven. Um, I think as well that old, sort of older moulds with, you know, Caitlin Bassett sort of being the preferred shooter. Um, the weights has always been there. She's always, she shot, well, she like missed two balls the whole tournament. Like just ridiculous. Her stats were just unbelievable. And also she gave like, I remember, I think it was Jamaica. They brought her on and it was just a completely different look. And you could see that all the teams had researched um, Seabass and sort of were quite competitive with her. Mm. Um, just thinking that she would be on the whole game. But you bring Thwaites on and they're like, oh my God, we're moving. Yeah. We're moving all over the place. She's got the shot behind her head. You know, the little flick that you can't really guard. Mm, um, she's, it's impossible. I think it's almost impossible for her... To be blocked. To, to be blocked. Yeah. Because she's got that perfect mix of size. Like, she's not oversized. Like, she's not too tall. Yeah. She's got a mid-range, which is almost... 
impossible to defend because you've got you know your goal attack who's obstruct like who can obviously obstruct that sort of defense there in the front. Yeah. Um, and she never misses, and it's like, I mean, Bassett also doesn't really struggle to miss, but I think when you obviously push her out, she really does start. I think. Struggling. I think as well. Um, I think she gelled. Thwaites gelled better with the goal attacks yes. and the wing attacks yeah. a lot better. Um, I think there was a little bit of disconnect, and there was a little bit of errors from C Bass. I don't actually think it was her greatest tournament. I mean, I they killed. They killed those sort of entry level teams, but um, it's when it very came down easy to, it, to I defend d- a lob. I know, um, and yeah, I just I sort of expected a bit more. I I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 of the same sort of ilk. I think like to sort of wrap it up. I think when the, the Jamaica had the same issue when they were lobbying the ball to Fowler Reed, and I was like, she's unstoppable um, because she really is. Yeah. Um, all it was was a matter of disrupting that because it's very easy to defend a lob if you're play, if you're running that play on every single possession. Exactly. And that's exactly what was happening with Australia and England because it was like, oh, well, we, oh just oh, panic, chuck it to Bass, and yeah. which is fine. But the problem is, is that Bass is not foul read. Yeah. I think, and Bass is very good at obviously getting the lobs. But I don't think she's the best, and I. Think- I also think she has better range. Like she actually has a bit of mid range now. Like yeah. I think um, at the Sunshine Coast, you notice with Fowler Reed that she has range. Like she yeah. can she can spot up shoot from a, a decent distance, and I think Seabass absolutely can. But she's more comfortable from her fever days of just getting lost. Yeah, which is totally fine as well. But I yeah. think. If she's I'm, got to mix it up, though. Yeah, I think like if I'm Nolene Tarua, and we'll talk, we'll, we'll get into the Suncorp stuff now. If I'm Nolene Tarua, I would be, I, I would be trying to get, I think, and I think that's what she's probably going to do because she's amazing. But and also because I'm a total homer. But the fact that I think they're going to be running far more complex plays, and I think they really want to get Steph Woods involved. Mm. Um, I think when I look at the Lightning, I struggle and I'm really happy to be wrong about this but I struggle to see them doing very well this year just because the loss of Laura Langman is so significant so I, I think we Langman hadn't decided what she was doing when we start, last recorded which was in September last year and she's so, gone she's gone so she took a year off she decided to have a year to herself oh my god she deserved it um, I'd say just quietly, absolutely, we'll see her with the ferns for one more year and then probably yes. retire. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She'll probably come back and play for the Magic and, or just come back and play for New Zealand. Yep. I don't think she'll play. Look, I understand what you're saying, but I'd also like to say, I'm not necessarily sure that they're going to get blown out. I I could see them having sort of a mid to late season rally because I think. Uh, McAuliffe, Sherry, and Brown. Obviously, the midcourt I think is going to be potentially the problem and the inexperience. Yeah. Um, but I can see that coming together. I mean, Kelsey Brown had a great year. I think she was Sherry and she, she had was a pretty be- good. Kelsey year. Brown was far better than Maddie Robertson last last year. And yeah. I do like I, when I look at Sherry and I think she, when Langman was out, I think she she was a really good plug. Like she yep. she plugged in very very nicely. Um, and I think Steph Wood. Uh, Steph Wood is the one that scares me the most in terms of if I'm att- if I'm defending. Oh yeah. I'm like, oh my! If she gets like, if she starts striking, like, oh, good lord! 
Um, but also, I think the fact that Jeeva Mentor's back this year, I think, is a significant get defensively. Um, and obviously, having um, Bassett in as well is is, is huge. And but Pretorius. I, I, and Pretorius, yes, of, uh, as well. I think, uh, and Pretorius, I think, had a pretty down tournament for the Com Games. I think South Africa had a down Yeah, because sort of, they didn't have that yeah. shooter girl. Um, but I'm excited to see how... I'm, I'm excited to see how this team plays without having a stabilizing factor with experience in Langman. Mm. Um, I'm really interested to see how Taru is going to approach it. I don't think they're going to win the, ch- the, the chip this year. No, I don't think um, they're going to win, but uh, I don't know. I think... Maybe Dark Horse, maybe. All right, we gotta yeah. we gotta move on to Fever. Yeah, how are you, how are you feeling about the Fever? Because they um, acquired Janil Falareed from the Steel, um, which was not entirely surprising. But man, having Falareed on this squad um, for me, Falareed, yeah. Jess. Anstis, who yep. had an amazing. I don't really know why. Oh, I guess. Gabby Simpson probably knocked her out of contention. She was a pretty yeah. good wing defense yeah. last year. Um, I definitely see her becoming sort of solid diamond in the future. Um, look, I think the midcourt with Collier at center is going to be, and Verity Charles is probably going to be the only downside for them. Yep. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see how they use Anika Jones um, because she had sort of patchy she was put sort of brought on last year when they kind of had some dead games yeah um but she's really really tall she's a great player so it'll be interesting to see what they do with her but yeah i think it's gonna be good i i like the fever just because i think having i think having medhurst with an, an experienced shooter in fallery um it's sort of going to be like the old seabass medhurst days where it's sort of like you get that little pick and pop you know yeah, Medhurst like drives in. She's really Medhurst fast. Medhurst is pretty much like a wing attack, yeah. as well as shooting really long bombs. But you have the athleticism of that defensive end with Francis and Bruce. Mm. Um, and Bruce, I think, actually had a really good tournament. I'm I'm a bit confused why Francis didn't get picked for the Roses, but the Roses' defense was mm. really good. But I think Francis is uh, an incredibly underrated defender. Absolutely, she's very fast. She has like we've said this before. She has an incredible vertical, and Courtney Bruce, I think, the, the more that she plays with the diamonds, the more that she scares me as a defender, because yep. she's getting now the experience with Geitz, now that back, Geitz is back with the squad, but she's also developing alongside Weston and Brandley as well. So, yeah. I don't, I, when I look at the Fever, I, if I'm a Fever fan, I feel really good about this season. I don't yeah, know absolutely. where... I don't know where I would put them, but I'm feeling top four. Top four. I reckon, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know where. On. Yeah, the, the top only thing four. Is, sure. Like you said, I think that that mid court could present issues. All right, Firebirds. Um, Firebirds. Okay, obviously, uh, it's no secret. Laura Geitz is back, um, which bolsters their squad on so many levels. It's not funny. Um, how are you feeling about them? Like, how, how are you feeling about him this season? I know they had a real rough season last season I, because defensively yeah, they look, just had nothing. I think Geitz is great because she brings the leadership qualities and all that sort of stuff. I think in the pre-games, um, they did really well. I think her with Kim Jenner worked really well. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's happened with Aiken's shot. It's all over the place again, as we saw from the yeah. Com games. Um, look, solid core... Gemma Mai Mai had a great season last season. They've got um, Cassidy back. Um, she just runs for days. Yeah. I.e. pretty much just Kimi Rav, point two. Um, 
probably without the experience and a little bit less skill. But yeah, um, yeah I, I, I'm. I, I honestly I don't know how they're going to bounce. I, I think potentially top four. Definitely can see them in the middle of the pack. Can't see them coming last. Yeah, I don't see them. I feel like fifth because they they placed fifth yeah. last last year. I feel like fifth is not an accurate representation of them this season. It's really hard to gauge because the problem is that you've got guys with that experience on that end, but then you don't have like a McMenamin there to back it up. Yeah. Um, and I think in terms of the midcourt, again, it's it's a struggle. I, I do like seeing Cassidy in the squad and Mai Mai is really good as well. And obviously you've got Simpson there who had incredible Commonwealth games. She is the world's biggest pest. Watching her, I was like sitting there and I'm like, you would be the most frustrating player to play against because she's so physical but you're so able to predict the play. Um, Look, I, yeah. I think if they can pull it together, they definitely can do it. Like if, you know, if they got top four, I wouldn't be surprised. But I just feel like there's a lot that they would have to get together to get there. I don't think they'll win the chip. I, I can't see it. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, the... Uh, how, about we, how about we go across the border to uh, Adelaide Thunderbirds? Oh, yeah. This is... The weirdest team ever. This is such an odd team because they've got... Tuvatai. They've got, they, they acquired Tuvatai. They've got Liana De Bruyne, who somehow... Awesome. Both of them are really good. It, I don't know how... Like, Liana De Bruyne is, is a freak because she's... Isn't she like 35? 40, no, she's 40. 40. She's 40 years old and yeah. she still has... She's still she's playing it. goalkeeper. It's not like she's running up the court. Yeah, she's not okay. playing center. Yeah, but still, come on. That's yeah. incredible. Anyway, so we've got the additions of Cap uh, Tuvatai and, and De Bruyne. Um, and Mia Fowl. And who? Mia Fowl. Oh, Mia Fowl. Um, th- th- there's a lot of additions because there's a lot of subtractions. Um, Aaron Bell's moved over to the Magpies, which wasn't surprising. And we also predicted that. <laughs> yes, um, we did. Just FYI. So, uh, with the, uh, but I also see that as actually good. Yeah, well, I think it's Jesus. By don't sub- strike me down. Addition by subtraction, as they yeah, say. Yeah, I, I, she was playing hero ball for too long, yeah. trying to shoot from like one in foot, foot inside the circle. Not worth it. I, if I'm Dan Ryan, I'm looking at the Thunderbirds. My mantra this season would be: if you like, I want you to want to play here. Yes, and I think Kate, having Kate Shimon come over from the Firebirds, obviously because she literally they would not play her at the Firebirds because guys mm. is back. Um, Shimon, I think, wanted to be back in Adelaide. Yeah. Um, but also, Katu of wanted to sign at the Thunderbirds. And I think that says a lot about her experience and her physical ability and how, how destructive she can be shooting. Um, I think she's an excellent addition. I think these this. guys, um, I, I find them a bit like the Firebirds. I think the Firebirds are, you know, realistically on paper is probably going to do better. But I can really see these guys... They can do a lot of damage. I think. I think their potential dark horses in the fact that um, they'll be a pain to play against. They will be a. Pl- they yeah. will absolutely be a pain. And I think cat at the front. I think there's going to be a lot of defenders that are not used to playing against, you know, New Zealand um, sort of shooters where they're sort of got a you know bigger body. They're harder to get around. They're going to be physical as f. Especially, especially two of our type. I remember watching her when she was playing for the Ferns, and, and Geist was just flying all she over. She is. The place. I was just like, you are the most annoying yeah. person on earth because she's, she's awesome. just. She's like impossible to move. I remember um, we went ANZ champs. We saw her play pulse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And she was just 
or Geitz was just flying all over yeah. the place. Just, yeah. She's, yeah, she's unbelievable. I think um, I'm curious to see how Caitlin Bryce goes. Uh, Mia Fowl as well was going to get a, a run. I'm curious to see Yeah, how that's she a good off-the-bench player. Yeah. Especially, um, I think it'll give Kat an opportunity to have, you know, a really aggressive moving goal attack and it'll definitely open her up a bit. I think Dan Ryan's going to play two of our tie conservatively because she's coming off a knee reconstruction. Yeah, but I think but she's, I think she's had also, so many months with a knee. I think she'll be fine. Yeah, I also think that she'd be stubborn enough to be like, I'm playing. So, yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, let's have a chat about the New South Wales Swifts. Um, we've got pretty much the same squad as last season coming back. Um, actually, it pretty much is. It's the pretty yeah, much I'm the pretty same sure squad. It is. Um, not much has changed. Uh, Rob Wright left. Um, who have we got coaching them now? Jeez. Um, ankle. That's right. That's yes. right. Yep, 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 yep. Because Rob Wright left it because he wanted to um, uh, go and coach uh, the Magpies for some reason. Anyway, um, <laughs> as the well, actually, not even head coach. He's just there as a defensive specialist, um, which is good. Anyway, um, so the returning lineup. I actually like the, the Swift squad. Uh, Housby's Housby's experience in the Roses camp and the Swifts and this last season, I do like, but. I am super not sure about that midcourt. Oh, Manny Proud's okay. Um, uh, Paige Hadley. I, I don't know. Like, again, I feel like this team, there's a lot of these teams where if they pull their crap together, Do you think and I feel young? like the Swifts, Swifts last season got to the tail end of it and they were actually playing okay. Yeah. They were um, losing games by such small margins. They were. Um, and it was really frustrating for them. I really think... You know, there's been such a big break between the last season. Yeah. I really feel like it's kind of... I'm unsure about how this is going to work because all of these players are under contract. They've had the whole year training. Um, They've had access to all the facilities. I think it's actually going to come out where some of these players could surprise everyone. I think for me... I don't know. When I looked at the Swift squad last year and how often they would sort of lose by such small margins, I always... That screamed to me that it's a lack of discipline. They're a young team. I still think they're a young team as well. The majority of that team is still in their early 20s. Um, they did pick up Sophie Garvin as well. Yeah. Who um, I think played for the West Coast Force in the ANL. Yes. Um, and she broke the record for most goals scored ever. And yeah. I think she smashed the record by like several... Goals, not Jeez. just like not by like smashing. Yeah, just yeah. like oh, one point. Um, um, so I can definitely see her maybe getting some time. Um, but I, I again, like who who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, the Swifts are a little bit sort of an anomaly to me because it's just like it's the same team, but like I'm not sure how they're going to run. I, I I I don't mind them, and I do like the idea of not having Rob Wright as as a coach. I think um, it's a fresh start. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's the thing that has me feeling good about it. But it's it's really hard to to sort of make it a decisive point, especially when the Swifts have sort of stayed the same roster wise, mm. and a lot of the other teams have made some massive form of changes. massive change. Yeah. Um. So for me, when I look at it and go, hmm. All right, Collingwood. Mix it up a bit. All right, so Collingwood uh, added Aaron Bell to to the team, and uh, who did they have? Rob Wright came in as defensive specialist. Um, it's. I think it's still a lot of pressure on this team. Yeah, 
I, I feel the same. I know that we our predictions last year were that they would throttle, or that we expected them to, and then they came out and they spluttered for a while. Yeah, and I feel like a I feel lot like Matty Robinson underperformed significantly. Matty Robinson really kind of I think shocked everyone last year, and I think April Branley to be fair as well. Um, Good or bad shock? Or bad. As in, yeah, yeah. Like, like disappointing. I, I think, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't think they had their best season. Yeah, um, I think both of those players from the Com games have played really well. I um, I when I watched Maddie Robinson, I was really happy for her that that I think her getting dropped initially out of form for form reasons was the best thing for her because she Absolutely. came in and she looked incredible during she the Com games, good. which scares me because I'm like she if she brings that form into to the like into the Magpies. They've got it pretty good. They've got it pretty good. I, I'm I'm labeling these guys top three. Um, of course you would. Yeah, I know. Um, Shani Layton's back. Uh, she didn't have, like. She obviously she went through some um, real crazy stuff. We won't get into that. But I think her coming back re-energized, having not played for the comp games and wanting to prove a point, mm. is really important. Maddie, Maddie Robinson finding form. Caitlin Thwaites, I think personally, um, objectively, she is the best shooter. In the league, in the probably, league, yeah. Um, oh, Fowler Reed. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, I, I just want to see how Fowler Reed plays against Australian defenses. Um, Ashley Brazel, I think. I I really like Brazel. I think she had a stint um, in the uh, the AFLW this year, which was wasn't she injured for most of it? Uh, she played a game. I know that much. Um, I didn't really keep an eye on it to be no. honest. But I feel like her training with that. For me, I think that's a big point. Um, yeah, I mean, I think for her, she kind of had a disappointing season. I think I think last season for them, there was a lot of emotions. There was a lot of crap mm. going on. You know, some of them got a lot of heat for creating like sort of a LeBron super team. Yeah. Um, and I think that overshadowed their ability to actually make it work. Um, yeah, I mean, again, they've had the whole year to make this click. And I know from their Instagram and their um, Facebook that they've definitely been working hard. Pretty much the whole, you know, off season. So I can really see them sort of making a move. How, how do you feel about Kim Ravi? Um, she had a real down year last year to the point where I probably would have completely dropped her from the Diamonds. But we don't really I, have a centre position other apart than Lizzie from Watson. the gold medal game. I actually thought she had a really okay. clean com, com games, apart from obviously the slight error mm. uh, with stepping in the circle, um, <laughs> which you know. Shit happens. I mean, the thing yeah, is, yeah. is, it's all averages. I mean, it's gonna. She's gonna make a mistake at some point. Um, oh, I know. I think like when I, yeah. I really, I'm really pulling for her to have a good season. She struggled last year. I think that she was so used to having that lob system with Aiken. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know. I I just feel like I want to see her go back to sort of the days where she's incredibly controlling. She never looks like she sweats. You know, you, that sort of just really calm and composed play. For yeah. a young center, the reason why she's been on the Diamonds for so long is because she's just so incredibly good at dictating where what's going to go. Yeah. And I don't think I felt that with her last year. So No, I having think there was too much pressure. A little bit, yeah. I think yeah. If this year they just let the ball fly and they just don't care about you know, what pressure, outside pressure there is and just focus on one ball at a time. I actually think they could do incredibly well, but it's whether they actually get to that point. Yeah, absolutely. Who we got next? 
Sorry. Who we got next? Giants? <laughs> um, sure, yeah, Giants. All right. So the Giants are back. Uh, pretty much unchanged squad as well. Kim Green. Is Kim Green mm. starting? No. She's still recovering from her ACL tear, isn't no, she? No, she's starting for sure. I've seen it on her Instagram do all sorts of running around stuff. Oh. I like thought she might have been out because she... To- oh, you know what? ACL... I find... ACL returns now is depending on yeah. Well, I think it also depends on how the person recovers because some That's people true. and also the thing that I sort of learned was it's all about your range of mobility because you can do your ACL, have the surgery, sort of recover and have full range, and then sometimes you can only have like seventy percent range and shit like that. Okay, so, yeah. Well, it'll be good to see her back. I do. I have missed seeing her play. Um, yeah, Christiana Manu was back. Missed the entire season last season for because of a tear. Um, this it giant really squad just makes them stronger. Oh, I know this giant squad uh, will be the number one. Do you for me. do you think they're going to ditch um, uh, Pullman for uh, Manua? That's tough. Because if I'm coaching them, I would actually, uh, I would probably run Pullman and Manua have Bully off the bench, and if they're struggling with particular attacking ends, have Bully go in as the veteran experience. I think vet bully, bully is incredibly valuable. I just think that if I'm... Oh, God, this team is stacked. Can I? Yeah, I know. No. What, I, what I think is potential, because I know Jamie Lee Price played pretty well last year, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can really see Manua coming on um, at wing defence with Bully and Pullman for some sort of games, depending on the matchups, I think. Um, I actually think this is going to be a bit of a... They're really going to use their interchange with this one and it'll be come up to personal matchups. I think people are going to match up well against each other. Um, I think Manua's got a problem in the fact that she's not as tall as what a goalkeeper sort of needs to be in this yes. league, especially with Valerie yep. and... Uh, Romelda and you know that sort of thing so I think for her for the future of the Diamonds I know one of the training sessions she was working on playing wing defence and goal defence and really getting out there and running so I can see her sort of taking over more of the goal defence wing defence angle instead of the goalkeeper yeah I like that that, that's a really interesting approach I think Oh man, seriously! I just look at this. Lineup. I know I'm just you can like, do like a million different things. It's so interchangeable, and even like even with those interchange, I, I'm not a fan of the interchange. But like, you can pl- plug and play anyone anywhere. The, yep. the, this is insane. Honestly, this this they're, team should and they're not kind be... of injury proof in that regard as well because you got Guthrie. Because I'm like, oh yeah, just move Jamie Lee Price to center, chuck Manua on as wing defense, and keep everyone else the same, and you're fine. And then you're like, well, you're benching Serena Guthrie. She kind of can play center or wing defense as well. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Kind of, yeah, they kind of have everything. And I then Kim Green, Green can play center as well. Yeah. So I um I'd be very surprised if these guys don't place first. Yeah. Um, I can see that happening. And our final team, Melbourne Vixens, uh, returning after a, um, a stellar season last season. And then a bit of a fizzle. Yeah. Um, I'm really liking the Vixen squad. It's unchanged pretty much. I think Kate Maloney is going to be hungry because yeah. she got kicked out of that Diamond squad and I think she took it serious and I think she's going to be very, very hungry for them to win the Premiership this year. There's a point to prove. And Absolutely. I think that's the thing that scares me is that the Vixen squad last year 
we we predicted them to be the dark horse, but they mm. were throttling people. They were, and I think uh, I think Chloe Watson's another one to watch. Yeah, she kind of had a breakout season last year, um, but then kind of sort of undervalued player. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think this season with a bit more under her, she's going to be great. I was a Kamwendo. I mean, she had a great um, yeah. as well. Yeah, I so. and and Joe Weston as well. Locking down the defensive end, she had yep. a great com games. Emily Mannix as well. I think she's dealing. She was dealing with an injury, so that's why she wasn't with the Diamonds. Um, mm. And obviously, uh, Lizzie Watson as well had a terrific um, plug and play role over yeah. the Diamonds for the this com is games. Just a really good. Squad. It's a great squad. This is a really balanced squad. I don't think for me when I look at it, it it doesn't feel to me like there's superstars on here. Yeah. Um. But when I look at it, I'm like, it's such a well balanced squad. And if you're carrying over from the last season. I don't know. It's hard for me to put the Vixens outside of a, outside of the three, the top three, to be honest. Yeah, I don't see them outside the top. No. Well, I, again, I mean, it, there's so many variables um, in this, but I, I don't, just on paper and at the start of the season, I don't see them outside the top four. Yeah, it's really, really hard to... This is going to be a really tight season, I think. I know. It's it's actually, it's legitimately exciting. Um, it starts uh, next... Oh, God, hang on. I have the fixtures up here. It starts uh, next... 28th? Uh, 28th of April, yep. uh, Vixens and the Magpies are opening up. Let's get our tips and we'll, we'll call it quits for the oh, day. Oh, no. What have we got? Vixens and Magpies. Oh, Vixens. Vixens? Yep. Thunderbirds Fever? I'm going to say Fever. <laughs> I was going <laughs> 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 uh, The giant, Giants and the Lightning? Um, giants. And the uh, Swifts and the Firebirds. Firebirds. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a very neat round, isn't it? Yeah. There's That's, not really yeah. controversy in there. I guess Magpies and Vixens will be probably I, rough. Um, yeah, I kind of want to tip the same as you. I kind of want to tip the Magpies. Well, see, the, mag- the problem with the Magpies is I think they lost a few preseason games, but Shiny Layton wasn't playing. It's like awkward. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't really know. You can't like, scout like her form yeah, if she's no. added anything. Like it's, it's crazy. Mm. All right. That'll do us for this week. Um, we'll be back. Uh, after the first round is over, dissecting um, the return of the Suncorp Super Netball. Um, as always, uh, you can get us... Uh, oh, God, I can't even remember the socials. It's been that long. Um, on Twitter, at The Goal Circle. And also, if you want to email us, thegoalcircle at gmail.com. We love getting emails. We do check them um, every so often um, when I can remember the password to the emails. Um, but That's yeah. terrible, man. Yeah, I'm terrible. I'm, I'm real bad at it. You're anyway. paid for this administration. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you in the next couple of weeks after the first round is completed.